Love the British monarchy? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. All right. Hi, guys. Kinsey here with the To Die For Daily podcast, and I'm so excited to be talking to Nikki Gostin of Page Six today and um, the New York Post. I am such a fangirl. I own the Page Six hoodie, Nikki. Please don't judge me. <laughs> no judgments at all. It's my Bible. I wake up every day and it's the first thing I check. Is it cool to work for such um, an iconic outlet? Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's been a dream come true. I have wanted to work there for years and years and years. So um, to finally get to work at page six is amazing. Oh, congratulations. I'm so excited for you because I have, you know, if you you look at your resume, you have, you know, an incredible entertainment resume. So I'm not surprised that you're at the elite by now. I have followed you on social media for a little while. And first of all, I was saying to somebody, she like, I don't know why my algorithm keeps showing me the memes you like, but I can tell just based on the memes you like that you're hilarious. But um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I can also I see that you like a lot of royal content. Um, what are yes. your thoughts on the royal family? You know, you you grew up in Australia. Did you grow up associating them with the fairy tale? Did you love Diana? Can you just give me your your background on royals? Um, I have loved the royal family since I was five years old when I wrote letters to the Queen. So um, <laughs> I'm a long, long time royalist. Um, and take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I understand why people think it's silly and antiquated. Uh, having said that, I still love it and love them and just love everything about it. That's amazing. What did you, did, did you ever get a response from the palace? <laughs> Yes, you get it's fabulous. It's in fact, I uh, I highly recommend it for people uh, teaching kids to write letters because you get a response. Obviously, it's not from the queen; it's like her lady in waiting. Right. But they have read the letter because they include details from the letter, which is really sweet. And you get it, you know, very official, embossed, and you know, Buckingham Palace. So it's really a a fabulous thing to do with kids. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. I did send William and Catherine a Christmas card one year and they sent one back and I thought, man, I'm just going to pretend like they don't do this to everybody. I'm going to pretend they're just only acknowledging me. Um, Like we said before, you've been covering entertainment in the States for a significant amount of time. Do you remember the first time you heard the name Meghan Markle? Honestly, it was when she started dating Harry. I didn't I knew the show Suits, but I never watched it. Yeah. Um, don't remember seeing her on red carpets. Don't remember seeing stories about her. Nothing. I mean, literally, my first encounter with her was from was when she started dating Harry. I, you know, I, I you're absolutely right. I, I'm I've been doing entertainment in LA for like 20 years, and that was the first time I'd heard her name. And again, I'd seen Suits billboards, and I'd definitely seen Suits commercials, but that was the the first time she really landed on on all of our radar. I think, um, and we loved her, right? We loved her initially. I mean, yeah, I I, I was happy that he'd found someone. I had reservations mostly because I felt like she's from LA and she's an actress and she's I just thought oh it's going to be hard for her to to be not to be top billing to be in the supporting player role because that's what you are when you marry the 
when you don't marry the heir to the throne. So um, I worried about that, I must admit. Wow, you were way ahead of the game because I did not. I was like, this is going to be great. It is the Fab Four. I was lost in the branding, uh, the the beautiful branding. Um, do you think, uh, and this is more of a today question, is Meghan Markle more of a Julia Fox or a Jane Fonda? Oh, Jane Fonda. Really? You don't think, I mean, I guess my... I guess my my play there is that Julia Fox tends to just do anything for media attention where Jane Fonda is a real um, philanthropist. And you think that Meghan is more of a, a Jane Fonda. Oh, see, I look at what Meghan Markle, what she's so far shown as being, you know, she's a feminist, longtime feminist, um, has always spoken up about that. So to me, that that's how I was the thing that the thread that led me to her to Jane Fonda. Well, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, did you read Spare? And if so, do you think that the book helped or hurt the Sussex brand? And what did your friends in the industry say to you about the book? Did I? No, I never read it. Yeah, <laughs> I read it the day it came. I couldn't wait to read it. Right? Um, yeah, I think that, you know, it depends whose side you're on. Like, if you're a fan of theirs, then you thought it was really brave of him and stating his case and explaining things and if you're not a fan of them then you thought it was overshare and whinging and complaining and whining and not not particularly nice to his family so it really depends on how you view them and do you feel like industry-wise they still have a significant because you are the one that I saw you were the very first person to report Whoopi Goldberg kind of saying that this car chase sounds a little ludicrous do you think that industry-wise they still have a significant amount of of journalists in their court because they really need that um, or do you think people are kind of going wow they are drama uh, yeah I think that they still obviously do have people in their corner but I, I think that they uh, I think that they were shocked by the press that they got after the the car chase story because they've kept they've come twice now back with spokespeople to to kind of refute the claims. Right, and um, I'll get it that get into the, a little bit of that in a second, but I would like to know your first reaction when you woke up on that Wednesday, you heard about this, you know, nearly catastrophic chase. You're actually in New York. So, you know, the logistics of a car chase on those streets, were you instantly um, uh, questioning their story or were you instantly taken back to princess Diana and going, Oh my God, this is not good. We can't have this happen again. For the first second, I was like, oh, my God, that, that's awful. It's just terrible. And then when I read two-hour car chase, it just made zero sense. Yeah. It just it doesn't work in New York City. It just doesn't yeah. work. There are ambulances who are, who are stuck behind traffic. And if you're that worried, like, drive it, you could just stop driving. It just, it just made no sense. And also, just security-wise, driving to the police station and going in a taxi, going in, a, it just made zero sense. Well, and I think it was, I can't remember the other outlet out there, but it's a, it, 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 it's a typically pro Sussex outlet. I can't remember. Maybe it was the New York times, but somebody had comment, reached out to them and asked them, why didn't you pull into one of the celebrity parking garages that everybody uses to get, you know, to get 
to lose paparazzi. And they were horrified by their spokesperson was horrified that they'd even asked that question. But I hadn't even thought about that yet. I was like, yeah, why would you pull into a parking garage of one of the hotels and just hang out for a few minutes? I'd rather do that than, you know, be photographed uncomfortably squirming in the backseat of a taxi cab. Um, had, had Harry and Meghan not issued that initial statement, would we have heard anything about that? I don't, maybe the paparazzi would have said something. I don't, it just seems like they were, I honestly believe that they thought everyone would be like, oh, my God, this is terrible. And then the story kind of fell apart. I mean, as Page Six reported, if they'd stayed at a hotel right. with a private, you know, where you just drive in, that would have been it, the end of the story. The, they wouldn't have followed them anymore and that's it. They were trying to lose them because they were staying at a friend's place and they didn't want the friend's address known right i mean had they stayed at a hotel they wouldn't have had this issue two hours of aimlessly driving around just to avoid something that seems so silly um do you have any updates on on this story i mean i know page six is also reported and i thought that this was really interesting that that they did uh, a bit of a pap walk instead of going after or instead after the show after the award show instead of exiting out the back which is what chris sanchez is kind of famous for as a security guard they did decide to do a brisk walk past the photographers um and i think page six and TMZ posting it after page six, crediting page six for that story. Any other updates? No, but that, I thought that was interesting too. It was, um, I felt that that was uh, trying to uh, almost throw the security guy under the bus a little bit. Like right. we were trying to be nice to the photographers and look how they repaid us. Right. Um, but you could have done that uh, paparazzi walk beforehand. Yeah, because it's my understanding, and you'll know this better than me because you're actually out there, but it's my understanding that they specifically requested only one photographer inside the venue at the step and repeat, and they didn't walk the carpet that other celebrities walked that evening right. at the Miss Miss um, Foundation. Right, right. They only had um, one photographer shooting them, um, which that's happened before at events. Right. It's completely unusual. Um, though it is unusual. It's, I, I shouldn't say it's commonplace, but, you know, if that's the way they want to do it. But I just thought, well, if you wanted to be nice to the paparazzi waiting out there, then you could have taken, you could have walked in the in the event beforehand and then left discreetly afterwards. Exactly, because it's not like there was anything remotely sexy about that Hertz entrance. I was just like, no. That the looks hell? so damn market, didn't it? Yeah. Oh my God. Who approved this? This is so cringe. Um, I I did not ask you this in my email to you, but I am kind of curious to know whether you think Megan will attend the Gracie Awards tomorrow night at the Four Seasons in Los Angeles. Now, this feels like the award show she would want to be seen at with other celebrities that sh she probably has admired in the past. Um, Christina Applegate, I think, is going to be there. And didn't her, you know, her dad worked on Married with Children. Megan says she grew up on that set. You know, you'd think that this would be the award show that Megan wanted to be seen at. Uh, but I'm wondering if she's going to avoid this award show because last week kind of backfired. Yeah. I mean, is she, is she even included on the list of uh, celebrities that are supposed to be going. I don't know. I, I I would be surprised if she went. I would be too. Yeah. Um. 
And it just feels like that would be a, a, a much better outlet for her than the photographs we saw in the Hertz lobby, which were odd and not really um, building the, the Sussex brand. Uh, as a journalist, Harry and Meghan seem to demand attention only on their terms. Um, Nikki, is that possible for them? Is, is that possible for any celebrity at this point in time? I mean, you can certainly, uh, you know, tailor press how you want it to, you know, photos and opportunities like they have done with their kids, which, you know, it's their right to do that. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's hard to do and uh, not everyone's going to be in agreement with that. That's the thing. Right. Do you have any idea how, where Harry and Meghan go from here? Are they going to become these um, rom-com producers for streaming services? Do they still want to be personalities? You know, I've read recently that, um, I mean, I've, I've read for years that Megan would like her own talk show and you're seeing a lot of movement within the talk show space. Some people exiting, some people entering. Do you think that they want to be these household names and personalities or do you think they'd rather be behind the scenes? No, I think that she, I mean, I think that she would love to do something. I could even see her, honestly, I, I could see her um, running for office at some point. Wow. See, I, I, say, I just think that it's not, I don't have any proof or anything. No, no, no. I agree. I, and that's okay. That's, and that's, that's fine to say that's what this is. Um, the, this is, this is just a podcast where we talk and have fun and it's comfortable. So I understand that. And, um, you know, I, I think that too, because I do think that she really thinks that she can make an impact, but it, I feel like I only see her when she's showing up to collect trophies and we need to see her out in the world more for us to believe that she's capable of changing the world too. Um, and so, but I, at the same time, I understand that every time she steps foot outside, she's criticized for something. So it's got to be hard for her to make those decisions. And it's got to be hard for her. Some I'm sure sometimes to have the courage to want to do something because she knows that somebody's going to rip her head off over it. Yeah. I mean, I must say with the coronation, she was criticized for not going. If she'd gone, she would have been criticized. She literally would have been criticized whatever she did. Right. Absolutely. And it was probably the best decision for her to stay back. And actually, page six, again, you know, it was reported by Omid Scobie, and I don't know where else, that this was specifically for Archie's birthday. She wanted to stay back and celebrate Archie's birthday, but it was actually page six that exclusively reported that she wanted to protect her energy and that she really didn't feel necessarily welcome there. And that was really the only honest explanation I felt like I found throughout the media surrounding the coronation was page six's access and explanation that she wanted to protect her energy and she just didn't want to be there because she didn't feel very welcome. I think that's a much more plausible excuse than I'm going to stay here and celebrate my son's fourth birthday, even though I could have celebrated it last week or next week and he'd have no clue. That was that always made me laugh. It's just like and rushing back to make his birthday. If he, he's four, if you told him his birthday was the following week, he would have no idea. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, well, I thank you so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate you, and I really enjoy your coverage on page six in the New York Post. What are you working on today? Uh, I am working on another 
Alec Baldwin story. Oh my gosh. Friends, not not really, but have has associated with, with Harry and Meghan. When they accepted that Ripple of Hope Award, a little piece of me died inside because A, Alec Baldwin was the MC that night. And of course, at the time, he still had the chaos surrounding the rust shooting, you just swirling all around him. He wasn't he wasn't in the clear. And then they were accepting it for fighting racism within the royal family. And then they denied that they ever said there was racism within the royal family like two weeks later on international television. Yeah, it just, the intentions are good and then it just somehow always gets muddied. (laughs) That's the nicest thing I've heard anyone say about them recently. It is nice that you think that their intentions are good. Sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, it's not bad. Listen, I... The thing is, like what Meghan Markle believes in, in terms of feminism and women's rights, I believe in too. So, you know, do I agree with her necessarily? Do I like everything she does? No, but I actually believe that my political beliefs align very closely with hers and probably just the same. Um, And before I let you go, as I just almost into this conversation three times before I let you go what are your thoughts on William and Catherine do you feel like they're getting the short end of the stick here do you like them personally you know what are your thoughts on on the prince and princess of Wales yeah I mean I'm a fan of the whole family even when they're you know behaving you know behaving terribly like Princess Margaret I used to love reading terrible stories about her (laughs) although I don't think William and Kate are like that at all they seem to be raising their kids really nicely um, you know, I adore Louis. I love seeing him act up in public. That's just like one of my favorite things to see. Right. Um, you know, I think that they've, geez, he's going to be the king of England. It's crazy when you think about it. Um, and and I, I love them. I think they're great. Perfect. Well, I'm going to be refreshing the site like crazy today. Can't <laughs> what you're up to next. And I greatly appreciate your time today. Um, wh- where would you like our audience to find you is it just page6.com or would you like them to follow you on social uh sure yes um i'm on instagram posting um events that i go to nearly every night so that would be great uh it's n-i-c-k-i-g-o-s-t-i-n nikki goston um yeah there on page six perfect thank you so much have a great day today nikki and i appreciate your time thank you so much bye bye